0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Congressman Mike Johnson gets the vote. The congressman from Louisiana is the next Speaker of the House. Soon to be sworn in with all the pomp and circumstance. He speaks, we'll bring it to you, and we'll see whether or not they move immediately to a resolution on Israel, which we've been hearing is possible. Tony Katz, that is me. Hey, what's going on? Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. I have, uh, from the beginning, said that we didn't have to get rid of McCarthy as speaker. And I said, the problem here is there's no plan. I got an email, a very respectful email. I won't use names because it doesn't matter. It says, hello, Tony, which is always a nice way to start an email. I hope you're well. I listen regularly. I believe you owe your listeners a humble about face regarding your position on the whole speaker of the house situation. Yes, there was no plan in place. Great things are often achieved without one. And this, sir, is a beautiful example. You spend a great deal of time and energy urging your listeners to do more as you remind them they are not doing enough. This was the people rising up and doing more, Tony whether you choose to see it or not. A few of our representatives actually chose to listen to their constituency, and as a result, as a wonderful result, uh, they write, we now have Mike Johnson. This is a real win on many levels and for many reasons. Your initial reaction rushed to judgment far too quickly, and, well, you were just wrong, sir. You should admit that to all of us. It would be the respectful thing to do. I'll be listening, and again, I wish you well. I also wish you well, but I disagree. Now, first... I make, do make the argument that there is more to do, but I I only hope that I'm not saying you're not doing enough. Who am, who am I to say whether you are at a max capacity? If we're talking about something political, but you're like, I can't go to every rally, I have a family to feed. I'm going to tell you to feed feed your family. I am going to note that they always manage to be able to have the rallies. That our issues remain. That if, if, you, uh, if, if, if I'm talking about the southern border and we have to vote to protect the border and secure a border, I'm not suggesting, and what you need to do is go down there with your weapon and, and stand the post. I'm not making that argument. I think it's, I think it's kind of a, an awful thing to do to make the claim that here I am doing all this and what are you doing? I, I think that's a bad claim for 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 the record, for the sake of clarity. But I will not change my position at all on a plan because what I was told was that things were going to be great because we were going to get Speaker Jim Jordan finally a real conservative. And we didn't. We got Congressman Mike Johnson. I happen to like Mike Johnson. I've been saying so. Might he be better than Kevin McCarthy? Time will tell. But I still would have had a plan. And I would have avoided the three weeks of this silliness. I would have avoided it. Or at least I would have tried to avoid it. Matt Gates and company didn't even try. That we have a better result, time will tell. And I will be happy if we have a better result. I'm in favor of better results, man. But I appreciate the statement, and I appreciate that you think I got it wrong. I I don't believe that to be the case. I was told things would be better. To my face, I was told, wouldn't it be better if we had Speaker Jordan? We don't have Speaker Jordan. It's still better? And could not it have been better 15 days ago, 8 days ago, 3 days ago? Did we actually have to have a conference that would say, we're supporting Tom Emmer? And then realizing conference this guy can't get the votes on the floor. What are we all crazy? And Jordan's the and and Jordan kept going down in vote totals. Mike Johnson's the default. I just argued from starting, I think last week, pretty good default. Even though I didn't use the words default, I'm using that now. Just stating the facts. All I'm doing is is stating the facts on that one. No, I, I, have, I don't believe I have anything to apologize for. But I appreciate that you think this worked out well and it was worth it. There's the difference. I wanted a plan to avoid the three weeks of insanity. You think that this was worth it. Let's find out. Because we both want the same thing. We want the spending down. We want some focus. We want the madness to end. Now here, that is Patrick McHenry walking away from the speaker's gavel, done being the Senate pro tem. Here is Congressman Hakeem Jeffries.
1: Speaker Mike Johnson, Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi, Whip Clark, Chairman Aguilar, all of my colleagues in government on both sides of the aisle, it's an honor and a privilege to once again stand before you as House Democratic leader. From the very beginning of this Congress, House Democrats have made clear that we will find bipartisan common ground with our Republican colleagues whenever and wherever possible for the good of the American people. And House Democrats have repeatedly done just that. It was House Democrats who provided a majority of the votes necessary to avoid a catastrophic default on our debt that would have crashed the U.S. economy.
0: This is just gross. Just bring up the Speaker of the House and sit down and be quiet. We agree on this, Hank. Hakeem Jeffries right now is being gross. Gross! Gross! Every moment to be political. Every moment to be despicable. Just bring up the speaker. Can we get to it already? Do you mind? Do you mind? Man. Man, oh man, oh man. I, I, I mean, I just don't want to listen to this nonsense. I'm, I'm going to talk over him. And hope beyond hope that this ends. Just sit down. Meanwhile, Mike Johnson's just standing there. Honestly, Mike Johnson should just walk up and be like, you're done.
1: And Sit down. Possible. We're in charge. House Democrats
0: Let's go to work.
1: Whenever They're still doing it. Possible. House Democrats will continue to partner with President Biden and Senate Democrats to put people over politics. House Democrats will continue to fight. For lower costs, better paying jobs, safer communities, and to build an economy from the middle out and the bottom up and not the top down. House Democrats
0: Man, will continue I, I guess every buzzword's to gotta go and catchphrase gotta go into the speech.
1: In this chamber and throughout the country, House Democrats will continue to protect Social Security, protect Medicare.
0: Oh. Can we just hear from the new speaker? That's all we want. That's all. This is boring claptrap dullness. By the way, I think Congressman Banks put this out, a few others. So far in votes for Speaker, Hakeem Jeffries is 0 19. (laughs) (laughs) That is very, very funny. Very, very funny. Meanwhile, Hakeem Jeffries is still going with all his talking point nonsense and silliness. This ranting, ranting child. Just give us the speaker already. Nothing more and nothing less. Now, the proof of the pudding in, in Mike Johnson is going to be a spending conversation. How do you get the appropriations bills done? Or Is there going to be another continuing resolution? Will there be spending cuts? Funding for Ukraine? If Mike Johnson works a deal where there's funding for Ukraine, which I think is going to come, I ask, success or failure? What is it that you're going to see? That's the question. What are you going to see? What moves first? What moves second? As we know, they're talking about a resolution... Uh, Regarding Israel, Hakeem Jeffrey is now talking about Israel,
1: getting a standing ovation from both sides of the aisle. Israel has a right to exist as a Jewish and democratic state. The special relationship between the United States and Israel is unbreakable. Our commitment to Israel's security is ironclad, and Israel has a right to defend itself under the international rules of war against the brutal terror unleashed on its citizens by Hamas. Our ironclad commitment to Israel's security and the effort to defeat Hamas is not inconsistent with the goal of achieving a lasting and just peace between Israel and the Palestinian people. In many ways, it is a necessary ingredient because Hamas is not good for Israel. Hamas is not good for America. Hamas is not good for the free world. Hamas is not good for the democratic aspirations of the Palestinian people. We must also support Ukraine in its courageous effort to defeat Russian aggression. There are only two paths in front of us. They're
0: still letting them we talk, and I want to hear from the speaker. Ukraine so I'm going to take the break right now, hope to to that we catch catching Putin. up with the speaker. That Keep it is here. not a the difficult The speaker is Mike Johnson, Louisiana. This is Tony Katz today.
1: He's Between still talking. And the- Hakeem Jeffries is gross.
0: This is gross. Mike Johnson should just take the podium and tell him to sit down. It's insane. Lecturing about this, lecturing about that. He got some bipartisan applause talking about Israel. Then he starts talking about funding Ukraine, and those are two different things. And then, oh, now he's talking about the insurrectionists. Part of an effort to halt the peaceful transfer. These people are disgusting and despicable. They're disgusting. That's, I mean, and and I've got some people, see, Tony, you were wrong. Ah, the Gates plan worked. Gates plan worked. I'll take Mike Johnson. I never said I had to have McCarthy. All I asked for was a plan. Well, sometimes you don't have to have a plan. Now, do you? That's a weird statement, kitten. I've gotten on social. I've gotten emails. Respectfully, that's a weird statement. One should have a plan. And Akeem Jeffries, doesn't matter where he is, it's the same nonsense talking points same ones i argue that that mike johnson should have just taken the microphone him and said get
1: out of here gone or finally. finally the people's gavel here in the united states house of representatives to a family here in the united states house of representatives to a family man a hard-working man a baptist man a southern man a son of a firefighter's household, the gentleman from the great state of Louisiana, and the 56th Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, the Honorable Mike Johnson.
0: Let's see what the new Speaker of the House has to say.
2: Thank you. Thank you all. Uh, first, uh, a few words of gratitude. I want to thank uh, Leader Jeffries, Uh, I do look forward to working with you on behalf of the American people. I know we see things from very different points of view, but I know that in your heart, you love and care about this country and you want to do what's right. And so we're going to find common ground there. All right?
0: You just treated me like garbage for about 15 minutes, but
2: still, I'm a gentleman. I want to to, uh, express my great thanks for our Speaker Emeritus, Kevin McCarthy. You'll notice that Hakeem Jeffries avoided McCarthy when he made his introductions. Kevin has dedicated over two decades of his life to selfless public service, 16 of those years in this House. And you would be hard-pressed to find anybody who loves this institution more or has contributed more to it. He is the reason we're in this majority today. His impact can never be overstated, and I want to thank him for his leadership, his friendship, and the the selfless sacrifice that you and Judy have made for so many years. You you helped build it, Kevin, and we owe you a great debt of gratitude. I want to thank the dedicated and overworked staff of this beleaguered house. They accept praise so stoically, but... But Ms. Miss, Miss Susan Cole, our house reading clerk, and yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, all the clerks and all the staff, you know, they're terribly overworked. This has been a grueling process, but they have served an integral role in keeping our republic. And we thank them for that service. I know we all do. I want to thank my dedicated wife of almost 25 years, Kelly. She's not here. We couldn't get a flight in time. This happened sort of suddenly. (laughs) But but we're going to celebrate uh, soon. She spent the last uh, couple of weeks on her knees in prayer to the Lord, and um, she's a little worn out. We all are. I want to thank our children, Michael and Hannah and Abby and Jack and Will. All of our children sacrifice. All of them do, and we know that. And um, there's not a lot of perks to being a a member of Congress's kid, right? And so I want to thank all of your families as well for what they endure and what they've had to endure for the last few weeks. We've been here a while. Uh, yeah. I, I want to thank my faithful mother, Jeannie Johnson, who bore me at the age of 17, and uh, my brothers Chris and Josh and my sister Laura and all their families and all of our extended family. In Louisiana, family's a big deal, and we've got a bunch of them. Uh, I especially want to thank all the extraordinary people of the great state of Louisiana. We have never had a Speaker of the House hail from our state, and so they've been lifting us up. Uh, I I thank the the people of Louisiana for the opportunity to serve you in Congress, and I'm humbled by your continuous support. We will make you proud. To my colleagues, I I want to thank you all for the trust that you have instilled in me to lead us in this historic and unprecedented moment that we're in. action is now i want to say to the american people on behalf of all of us here we hear you we know that
0: yeah it's uh now glitching from c-span as he gets into uh talking to the american people i'll have it on the flip side we're supposed to hear from a couple members of congress hope to get that in as well mike johnson of louisiana the speaker of the house Putting out on Twitter, it is an honor of a lifetime to have been elected the 56th Speaker of the House. Thank you to my colleagues, friends, staff, and family for the unmatched support throughout this process. Now let's get to doing some work. Let's hope it all works out well for all of us. This is Tony Katz Today.
2: Desperately needs it.
0: Mike Johnson discussing the fact that the world needs hope and freedom saying that he believes that the people assembled in the house have been ordained to be there the and take on
2: this moment of the Soviet Union that philosophy and if you look at the little uh, communism which begins with the premise that there is no God else if you turn in again it's going glitchy Tony Katz
0: Tony Katz today well, after hearing Hakeem Jeffries bloviate, the new fight on social media is, look at all you people who are wrong about Matt Gates. It wasn't just an email to me. That's everywhere. That is everywhere. Wrong about the Gates plan. I don't, I don't know. I would have rather had a plan, because he had no plan. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Congressman Jim Banks of the 3rd District of Indiana joins me right now uh, he was there the speaker of the house is still speaking the congressman stepping out to give us a call uh unanimous amongst republicans what happened
3: there sir well mike johnson is someone who is widely respected and trusted within the republican conference uh, probably a very unlikely uh, outcome at the beginning of this process but uh, uh, over three weeks of others Going for the position, running for it, um, getting the majority of the majority of the conference to make them the speaker designee, but not being able to get to 217. Mike Johnson is different in that he was able to unify the conference. So late last night, uh, he was chosen as the, I think, the the fourth or the fifth speaker designee. And uh, we did a roll call vote in the room, and it was clear that he had that wide support. And I'm very proud that we just elected him the Speaker of the House. He's a close friend of mine. We came into Congress together in 2017. I've known him for a long time before that. He's a principled conservative. He chaired the Republican Study Committee, the largest conservative caucus on Capitol Hill. I followed him in that position, and I, I think Republicans nationwide are really going to like this guy. He's he's a, a man of of humility and of conservative principles very grounded in his faith and his family and i think uh, I, I think he might be the answer to what we've been looking for in this uh, tumultuous time uh
0: so much of the conversation i mean very quickly i've received emails and addressed them already on, on air you're seeing things on social media this just proves that matt gates had a plan all along and that guy deserves all our respect mike johnson was the plan sir
3: uh, Mike Johnson's a, a, a strong choice to unify the conference. I'll let history judge whether or not the last three weeks was good or bad. I mean, I obviously, I didn't think this was a, a good idea. I voted against ousting uh, Speaker McCarthy. Uh, but Mike Johnson's a strong choice. He's got a big job ahead of him. I mean, we're just weeks away from another, another government shutdown and a tough negotiation with the White House and The the Democrat-led Senate on another spending bill. Uh, Our mission is to cut spending, secure the border, hold Joe Biden and his administration accountable. Um, I'm hopeful that with the the unified backing of the conference behind Mike Johnson as speaker, that we can get that done. But this isn't going to be easy.
0: Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, also candidate for Senate, for U.S. Senate, Republican candidate. Uh, that that he is Uh, i like mike johnson and i have no problem with him uh, being uh, a speaker Uh, i i have uh, stated clearly uh no plan is a problem i hate not having a plan it would have been better with a plan but now we have to ask ourselves what is the plan so congressman here he is you have a speaker of the house what are the first three things what is the plan for republicans right now to move in the house
3: Well, one big commitment that Mike Johnson made to Republicans when he ran for the job is no omnibus. We're not going to go along with the White House and the Senate on a massive omnibus bill. We're going to push through these single uh, appropriate the 12 appropriations bills to the Senate and um, use the leverage of our House majority to cut wasteful spending, cut the woke programs out of the federal government that have been pushed on us by the Biden administration. So I'm hopeful that uh, here over the next few weeks we can get back to work on those spending uh, bills that have been uh, that we haven't been able to do anything on over the last three weeks as we've been stuck in this uh, 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 this position that we're in without a speaker. So that that's the first big mission, the first commitment that Mike Johnson made to the conference: no omnibus spending bill. And then we got to get back to the oversight and investigations and accountability of Joe Biden. I'm still uh, I I'm still in favor of impeaching. Joe Biden. We have the impeachment inquiry that's ongoing. So we have to hold the most corrupt administration in American history accountable for what they've done to this country and their abuse of their power. Or we'll, we'll see future administrations get away with the same thing uh, as well if we don't hold this one accountable. So I think that, that's really important as well, Tony. But this, this country is in a, lot of, uh, in a world of, of trouble because of the policies of the left, high interest rates, inflation, uh, the drug epidemic, the wide open border, we have to use this majority and follow through on our promises that were made in the campaign cycle last year. And I'm going to do everything I can to help Speaker Mike Johnson get that done.
0: Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District candidate for Senate, Republican candidate for Senate in the state of of Indiana. One of uh, the, the questions or one of the things that we've been hearing is that the conversation of regarding a resolution about Israel would, would come up. Certainly, I don't mind a resolution. But is this going to be issue number one that would be voted on today? And what is its purpose?
3: Yeah, I think today we have to do something to show support. It'll take longer than today to pass a any sort of spending bill that might provide support for the Iron Dome and more support for Israel's security, um, uh, which is something that that uh, the White House has called for a joint package on Ukraine and Israel. House Republicans, I believe, are united in separating those issues, a uh, aid package to Israel. But the first thing we're going to do is, sh- is-, is condemn Hamas, hold Iran accountable, and show public support for Israel. And that's a necessary step that has to happen. It's something that will get wide, I believe, wide bipartisan support as the first first act in this Congress under Spike- Speaker Mike uh Johnson's leadership.
0: Can you talk to me about what if there is any plan to deal with those members who have been uh playing in not only uh the idea that Israel is guilty, but have been proactive in uh engaging a level of support for, if not Hamas for uh retaliations on Israel for their existence in general.
3: Yeah, I hope so. Um you know that's something that uh, has been an ongoing conversation over the past three weeks, but we've been paralyzed in this situation that ran without a speaker, without any ability to do anything to hold members accountable that would speak out not just against Israel but pro Hamas. We have members of Congress. I never thought this. I never thought we would see this. Pro- members of Congress who have who have uh, spoken out in favor of uh, those atrocities against uh, Israel and his people. So. Uh, we need to hold those people. No, no member of Congress should get away with that type of, of rhetoric. And, and uh, there, there should be some type of emotion or something, whether it's through the Ethics Committee or a motion in Congress, to condemn that type of rhetoric. I hope that will happen quickly.
0: The, I think that one would be a, a, a fool to think that there isn't a, um, a residual effect. To all of this, to all of these votes, to Jim Jordan and the, the humiliation of three votes and losing more votes each time around, not so much for him if we want to discuss it as, as a whole for for the party. The idea that Steve Scalise wasn't somebody who could uh, could get uh, the, the vote after all of those years, uh, then Tom Emmer getting chosen by the party only to never make it to the floor. How fractured is this House Republican group and what brings it together?
3: Well, today we're unified, Tony. I mean, every single Republican for the first time in a dozen years voted for the same person to be the Speaker of the House. That's unity. And Mike Johnson was the guy to unify us because he's widely respected and trusted by all of our members. So now we need to move forward. Now we need to get back to policy and with trust with the Speaker of House, the, the, the man who's going to decide what moves forward, negotiate the tough deals with the White House and the Senate, there's a lot, today there's a lot more trust in the Speaker of the House than there has ever been since I've been in Congress. So that's that's a good sign. I, I think a lot of us felt like it was important to turn the page. All, all, it, once McCarthy was ousted, Let's not just turn to the next man up. Let's do something entirely different, a a fresh face, someone different. It comes with a different perspective. I'll tell you, Mike Johnson is in tune with the grassroots base of the Republican Party. He doesn't come from special interest groups and corporate America. He's just a regular guy. He's the son of a firefighter, the first in his family to go to college. I, I know him very well. He's a family man, a man of faith and integrity. So, He's just a regular guy. This is the most unexpected thing that he ever thought would happen in his life to become the Speaker of the House. And he's up at the up in the front of the House chamber holding the gavel and accepting this high honor and showing tr- incredible humility in the process as he takes over this giant role, the highest elected Republican in the entire country and the third in line to be the president. And I, I couldn't be more proud, prouder of him. I am I, I really I respect this guy and admire him. I'm very happy for him, and I'm, I'm glad for our country. you got, you got a good man as the Speaker of the House.
0: Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, Republican candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana. I appreciate you taking the time. The Speaker's being sworn in. You get back to work. Here is uh, that swearing in.
2: Support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that you will bear true faith and allegiance to the same that you take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion and that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which you are about to enter so help you god i do so help me god congratulations mr speaker
0: <laughs> and there it is speaker mike johnson this is Tony Katz Today. The beauty of us is that the disagreement happens and then we have a bourbon. It's the beauty of us. Matt Gates had no plan. Oh, Matt Gates had a plan. No. No yes no yes here we are now now what do we do here we are now what does it tell us it tells us that Mike Johnson is a much better choice for speaker than Hakeem Jeffries I'll give you that much it tells you I'm down for it I'm there for it now what do we do now how do we hold him to the fire We had a difference in how to get there, not a difference in what should be done. But we have to accept the fact that when certain things get done, how are we going to respond? For example, Ukraine funding is going to happen. Will it be time to get rid of Speaker Mike Johnson? It's going to happen. Should it be tied to funding regarding Israel? Of course not. Should it be tied to anything else? Of course not. We heard Congressman Jim Banks state quite clearly... That Mike Johnson told the conference, no omnibus spending bills. Okay. I can work with that. That's a conversation of instead of having this one massive spending pack, you don't know which was where, what's what, you do the appropriations for the things that are necessary so you know exactly what it is that everybody's voting on at every second. That is the rational way to go about things. See what's happening. You heard Congressman Banks talk about the, uh, the impeachment inquiry. Well, you know where I'm at. That has to happen without question. And I'm very glad to see that there will be no deal-making that would prevent it from happening. That is good That is good to see. I don't argue that we don't want the same things. It's just about how you get there. As I said from the beginning, I'm fine without Speaker McCarthy. I just wanted a plan. That is all secondary now. Because there was no plan. Here we are. And if the plan was Jordan, you didn't get Jordan. Mike Johnson has a unique opportunity because not many people know him. They're going to be working overtime on MSNBC and CNN to paint this guy any way they possibly can. They're going to work to paint this guy as aggressive and as a MAGA extremist. That's what they're going to do. What we need to do is make sure he knows what it is that is expected. You get me omnibus, uh, get rid of omnibus, we're there. You want to reduce spending, we're there. You want to make sure that Ukraine funding is completely separate from anything else, we're there. There's going to be a fight over Ukraine funding, and I think that the people opposed to it are going to lose that fight because there's enough Republicans and certainly enough Democrats, and Ukraine funding is going to happen, whether you like it or not and there are gonna be things that happen whether you like it or not. But don't forget one of the main jobs of the speaker. It's to get reelected, not him, the party. You know how that happens? By raising money. The effectiveness of the speaker, the things that we look at are only part of the job. The other part of the job is the fundraising to be able to go about campaigning for the things that we want. And I have no idea how he's going to be on that. What do I want? I want him to succeed. I want to never hear from the smug Hakeem Jeffries again. This bloviating jerk. His disgusting comments in the House today. I want to see separate appropriations bills. I want to see an impeachment inquiry. I want to see spending reduced, and I want to hear programs that provide no value but support some kind of progressive cause, gone. I want to see a southern border that works through policy and through strength. And I want to see him be effective to be able to ensure that members are able to stay and new members are able to join. Ain't easy being a speaker, but the white smoke has risen. No, wait, that's the Pope. We have a speaker of the House. Now let's see what he does, wish him the best, and stay on him. Find everything at TonyCats.com tomorrow, everyone. Take care.